Not a matter of if, but when a crisis could rock your world. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a ripped from the headlines crisis or multi-layered controversy. My crisis squad and I are here to find solutions. I also curate the landscape to bring you trailblazers to help inspire you on your own journey to live your fullest life. When Bahram Akradi started the first lifetime location in 1992, he might not have imagined he would invent a new industry, one that he calls healthy way of life. A mix of nurturing customers' desires, aligning his and his team's energy, and not being afraid to make decisions that matter. I'm thrilled Bahram is here to share his secret sauce in the case file I call Extreme Alignment. Bahram, you've said, if you're going to do something, be extraordinary, not ordinary. That's such a big line. How can people be extraordinary? What needs to drive them on the inside? I think when I talk to young people today to mentor them, when I'm interviewing, I always ask people two questions, and I want them to find the convergence of those two answers. One is, what would you do for free? If you had all the money in the world, if money was totally like air, it was always there, what would get you excited to get out of the bat? What are you passionate about? The other one is, what's your superpower? What are you the only of? What do you do better than anybody else? And can you find the convergence of those two things? Because then work is never work, and you will always try to do the next best thing. You try to excel. So that advice goes you know, really for anyone throughout all times in life, right? And so when I get up in the morning and I think about doing the same thing over and over, it doesn't inspire me, it doesn't excite me. I think about how can I take something from where it's at and make it better. Just a few weeks ago, I was on a Zoom call with Venus Williams, which I really love and admire. And, you know, she said something that I really want to get credit to her. And she said, it's being the best is a destination. Trying to get better is a journey. So you always try to get better than the day before. There comes the excitement. The other thing that I really think about for people is always, I tell them, think big. Don't think small. There's no value in thinking small. Think big. But don't try to start big. Start small and then move fast. And sometimes move really, really fast, right? So if you think big, it doesn't matter how small you start. It just gets you started. I love that. Think big, start small, move move fast. fast. I love it. You also have talked about aligning your energy, your own energy, when this comes to your physical, your mental, your career, your personal journey. What do you mean by alignment there? For your own energy, you need to understand yourself. You need to know yourself. You need to know what excites you, what makes you tick, right? And then try to live in alignment with your natural existence. Like your authentic self. Your authentic self. And if you can find the way to live your life, be that person and still be productive to the community, helpful to others, and achieve things. So a lot of times we're doing things, but we're not happy while we're doing them. We're chasing one thing, but completely unhappy. That's not a good alignment. That's not a good alignment in your heart and soul. I'm very, very big on alignment on all aspects of what that means with yourself, 
with your organization, your people who you work with, your family, is being on the same page, marching in the same direction, is what gives the maximum potential and output. Our listeners always like to know what makes people tick. So how do you make sure you do that very thing, stay aligned? Do you have people you check in with? Is there some sort of biological measurement you're doing on a weekly or monthly basis? How do you know you're staying aligned? I have been pretty blessed. I was young. I was 21 years old. I was actually driving 1 o'clock in the morning from downtown to my home in Bloomington. And I had pondering the questions that everybody goes, you know, what is life about? What do we do? You know, you, you chase the, the religious or spiritual guidelines, or do you have the philosophical guidelines? And the answer is, you don't know. Nobody really knows. We can debate it as long as we want to. So mathematically, what I wanted to do is I wanted to find a path that the answer would be the right answer regardless. I'm very spiritual. I believe there is a higher purpose, but what if there wasn't? How could I live my life so it would work either way? Again, because my brain is extremely mathematical, and that is aligned with, I want to have fun. I want to live every day. That could be the last day. I want to live it maybe that our total existence is a pure accident and there is no reason or cause. And I want to live it based on maybe there is a purpose for the humanity. And there are signs of that saying, hey, we need to lay the brick along the way because someday I believe we'll come to understanding that we are here and we will know that purpose much more clearly than we maybe know today because our brains have so much more capacity than even the geniuses use. So if it was just evolution, you wouldn't have that much extra capacity your capacity will increase because of evolution. There is more, but I don't know the answer. I don't think anybody does. So my plan was to live the life, be as happy as I can, while what I do is not going to cause other people to be unhappy. It helps other people to be happy, create alignment there. And right to also advance everything I can do, advance the science, advance the knowledge, advance health and well-being, so that maybe if I don't figure out what that purpose is, 50 more generations from now, we have laid the groundwork for that. So really, I have lived my life with a comfortable and full alignment as far back as I remember. I chase happiness for myself and others, and I chase improvement for myself and others. Which is such a great way to live, also thinking about both the day-to-day, what's present now, but also the long game and making it better for others. I'm a big believer that we each, our own brain, has the capacity to heal and has the capacity to grow and prosper. It comes down to decisions. And I know you've talked about decisions. You've written about how decisions define us. What is your advice for the Crisis Files listeners in helping them to make better decisions? Look, there is really categorically two types of decisions you have to make in your life. Ones that they are monumental in terms of if the outcome goes right or wrong, it's very critical. Look, it's life or death, right? We're going to send a shuttle to do an orbit around the moon. There's people in it, come back. We can't make a mistake. We got to calculate everything and you got to be slow. You got to be accurate. And those decisions 
are few and far in between in all the decisions you have to make in your life. The other form of decision-making is rapid correction of your mistakes, which is the 99-plus percent of all decisions that can fall in that category. And what the problem is for people is they think of little things like it's some monumental things, and they, they kind of freeze and they don't make decisions. So what you want to do is you want to take big ideas, break them down to 20, 30, 50 steps, and take the first step, make the first decision. And if the first decision you make is a slightly wrong, it's actually your pathway to get the right answer by rapidly correcting. So you're basically not overcommitting on those decisions. You're making the big decisions to 20, 30, 50, 100 small decisions, and you make the first one as fast as you can and rapidly correct the decision. It's reducing the margin of error to so small that the answer is almost right. That's business. And I can see by how you just described that, your mind is very mathematical. Right. Because that would be exhausting for some people. But you've obviously made some good decisions, and the times where maybe it wasn't a great decision, you rapidly tried to correct and moving into a different path. Into a different path. But the key is to making sure that you break down the decision so that your first step, it's designed so that if it's right or wrong, it's right. If it's basically it's right because it got you started. But you don't want to make the whole thing one big decision because if it's wrong, it's going to kill you. So it's just really taking it to much smaller steps and then taking the step. What you started in 1992 is now about 165 athletic country clubs in 30 states plus Toronto and growing. How do you choose the people to surround yourself with both who work on your team and are executing your decisions, executing your vision, as well as those who advise you? So we just literally printed 30,000 T-shirts that says, love your life. And then back says, my job is to help people live happier, healthier lives. It's the same job for me. It's for Cher, it's for Tracy, it's for Jason, for everybody who works at Lifetime. And my vision there is that we're all the same. I am no better than anybody else. The Lifetime's vision and mission is extremely clear to all of the 35,000 people. Everybody knows what we're trying to do. And then it becomes very easy because the people who join it, they know what we want to do. If it fits them, if it's natural alignment for them, they're going to stay. If it's not the right fit for them, they move on. So I can honestly tell you, I am blessed, totally blessed with the 35 plus thousand team members we have. I don't feel like I'm better than any of them. I don't think I'm more important than any of them. And I always tell them the same thing. I started doing this business as a graveyard shift guy. I didn't feel any less than anybody else then. I sold memberships. I didn't feel less than anybody else. I feel like I've been the same guy all my life. And I want my people to feel that exact same thing all the way through. How do you deal with people who maybe have issues with that? And I'm not even just talking about your own team, but when you're so certain, you see this vision, you know you're trying to make life better for so many people, for millions of people, how do you get them back on board if they're going askew? So life is about giving and taking, right? If you follow 
the a river, what you learn from a river is that it accepts every stream coming into it, open arm, and then gives life along the way as it goes, right? Our lives are fluid, lifetimes fluid, and the doors are open. We accept all the help that we can get from all of our people, and we go along and we give good opportunity for people to live a healthier, happier life. I emphasize, as a leader, you have to have a vision. You have to be able to communicate that vision to people, to create alignment. And then you really need to have the courage to take steps. And then you really have to have a thrust to get stuff done. You need the tribe to be marching in the same direction. So you got to share the vision with them. You got to encourage them. You got to tell them what's acceptable, what's not. And then what will happen naturally is some will come into this tribe and said, my God, this is for me. 25 years later, they're celebrating. I've been here 25 years. I've been 20 years. And I love that. And then there are those who come in and say, you know what? This isn't for me. Or I'm here for a number of years while I'm doing this and I want to move on and do something else. It's all okay. As long as everybody is clear what the path is and how they can fit in. You have given us a lot of things to think about today to inspire us in our own lives. Where do you find inspiration? I find inspiration in when I see anyone or any company go out of the way to do something extraordinary. And I talked about that earlier. In a way, it's artistic. You know, yes, I am mathematical. On the other hand, there's this artistic part of me. Uh, it's not just math. It's not just art. It's really both. You got to put it together and you really have to respect both sides, the right brain and the left brain. You can't discount it. And I see that in business often, the right brainers discount the left brainers, the left brainers discount the right brainers. You really need both. My inspiration comes from little things. I went to a restaurant in Tennessee. Everything was exceptional, everything. And I was like, ah, so that makes me want to be more exceptional. I see an athlete who has the passion and the love and the care and the sweetness and the tenacity to do what she's been doing. Or I see a young man like Alcaraz. It's just, I pick up little things from a river, from a tree, from a person. I get inspiration every day from everywhere. Well, thank you, Barama Krati, for taking us inside your vision and for inspiring us today. Read Baram's monthly column in Experience Life magazine, a lifetime publication. In print or online, the entire magazine is packed with healthy way of life insights. Today's Crisis Brief is brought to you by Proof Alliance. Number one, got an idea? Go for it. Make sure it is aligned with your natural gifts and your passion. Number two, practice rapid correction. At all times, stay present with where you are and be aware of your exact situation. Be willing to quickly adjust as needed in order to stay on course. Number three, inspiration is all around you. There are lessons in nature, from others, and within your soul. Pay attention. We all want babies to be healthy and have the best start possible. Avoiding alcohol while pregnant or trying to become pregnant is the first and most crucial step. Want to do more to support healthy babies? Get to know Proof Alliance. Visit proofalliance.org. Please rate and review the Crisis Files on your platform of choice so others can listen for crisis prevention information. 
Catch up on all case files at thecrisisfiles.com for the show archive plus special videos. Subscribe to our YouTube page on thecrisisfiles.com. Follow us on Instagram at thecrisisfiles. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek professionals to help with your specific need. I'm Roshini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.